Before podcasting, before the internet, before television, there was radio. The Astounding Outpost presents Classic Radio Pulp. Today's drama, The Cat and the Killer. Well, I'm afraid I'm not much of an authority on lovebirds, Margot. I think they're beautiful. How much are they? Fifty dollars, there. Seems reasonable enough. I wonder if I should buy. Oh. Are you own this here pet store? Yes. Do you buy pets? Occasionally. Well, I got one here in this sack. Someone threw it off the pier last night and landed on my boat. Now, careful while I open this. She scratches like the devil. Yeah. Yeah. Now, ain't she a beauty? Fine-looking animal. Hey, you want to buy it? I'm afraid not. We don't have much call for Siamese cats. Well, I'll sell her cheap. All right. Okay. Come on, kitty. Back in the bag. Oh, just a moment. Where did you say this cat came from? Uh, someone threw her off Seal Pier. Landed on the deck of my houseboat. <laughs> Guess they wanted to drown it. That's strange. Huh? Uh, nothing. You said you wanted to sell her? Yes. How much? Uh, ten bucks, maybe. All right. Now, here's your money. Well, what's the bride, mister? So long. Man, I never knew you were fond of cats. I'm not particularly. Well, then why... I believe we'd better be on our way, dear. But I don't... Coming, darling? Oh, all right. Now, will you please tell me why in the world you bought that cat? It wasn't a cat, Margot. I wanted to buy this collar she's wearing. What are you talking about? We really unfasten it. Now, easy now, kitty. Oh. Art engraving. Seems to be an oriental design of some sort. Hello. Look at this printing on the inside. Twenty-four mirrors and shang. I don't get it. Neither do I. Margot, if someone wanted to drown the cat, why wouldn't they first remove this expensive collar? You're the mastermind, dear. You tell me. Obviously, the person who threw the cat from the pier wanted to conceal all evidence of the deed. Uh, where's Shrevey? He's ready to wait in his cab for us outside. Oh, there he is, there. Hey, Mr. Cranston, where'd you get the cat? Where'd you get it? Mr. Cranston bought it. And you just bought yourself a couple of customers, Shrevey. You know where Seal Pier is? Sure, it's down in the waterfront by the carnival ground. That's where we're headed for. Oh, why the waterfront, Lamont? I want to talk to that sailor again. Perhaps he can give us a further description of that person on the pier. Maybe I'm just dull, but I still don't get it. Margo, darling, people don't go around drowning cats with expensive silver collars unless they have a reason. And that reason might be exciting. Ooh, what are we waiting for? There's a pier up ahead, there it is. Uh, pull over here, sweetie. We'll walk down. Oh, what are you going to do with the cat, Mr. Cranston? What are you going to do? Uh, we'll leave her in the cab. You can watch her for us. Hey, Mr. Cranston, I wanted to come along. I wanted to. All right, then, Shrevey. Roll up the window so she doesn't jump out. Uh, you better lock the doors, too. Okay, Mr. Cranston, okay. Come on, darling, watch your steps. It's pretty hard to see. Cheery place. Wouldn't be too surprised to find Peter Lorre behind one of those bushes. You've been seeing too many bad movies, darling. <laughs> see, that looks like a houseboat anchored next to the pier. There don't seem to be any lights on there, don't seem to be. No, it doesn't. Here, take my hand, darling. We'll jump down to the deck. Thanks. Come on. Shrevey, take a look through that porthole over there. Okay. Let's try this cabin door. It's locked. 
Chang, I saw a gloved hand stick a gun through the rear window, and I tried to warn him. Another? Yes, and the last, I hope. I know who owns this fabulous cat. We'll pick up Shrevey at headquarters. We're going to the residence of the late Martha Craig. Very happy. 
You'll be doing a nice long stretch in the penitentiary, Ernest. Lock the door, Margot. We've got to get down to Powell's office as fast as possible. As you must know, Cora, the conditions of Martha's will specifically state that the fortune bequeathed you was to be used for the care of her cat. But the cat was stolen, Mr. Power. You know that as well as I. Well, now let us say that the animal has disappeared, Cora. Now then, let me draw your attention to paragraph three of the will. In the event of negligence in carrying out your entrusted duties, the estate reverts to uh, <coughs> the executor. The cat hasn't disappeared, Mr. Powell, and I haven't neglected my duties. You stole that cat, Ernest, saw you. Uh, ridiculous. I can take this to court, Mr. Powell. You don't want a court battle. Not with a murder on your hands. Murder? The paper said the old sailor's last words were of the cat. Won't be hard for the police to put two and two together. Look, I'll make a deal with you. Give me back the cat and I'll share the estate with you. Nothing further will ever be said. You sign a release to that effect? Yes. All right. All right. I'll do it, Cora. I, uh... I did steal the cat. I, I seal her in a wine vat in the cellar. You admit it. That's all I wanted to know. The police have been waiting outside the door to hear your confession. Please? Open the door and see for yourself. Trick me.
please check out our website, www.astoundingoutpost.com, where you will find short stories published each weekday, uh, themed each month in the pulp variety. Uh, also, we have Friday Night Freak Show, where we show different B-movies every Friday. And also, please check out the Astounding Store.